Hi there. This special episode, I'm with Jacob Walda of BPEA, Bill Prankard Evangelistic Association. We're talking about methods of evangelism and how we've come away as a church from the simple things and how we need to come back to simple ways of sharing our faith with Jesus. I know this episode will be such a great blessing to you. I know you'll enjoy it. God bless you. Hi there. Welcome to the pastor's table. I am so excited. Today I have with me Jacob Walda. He is with Bill Prankard Evangelistic Association. Say hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> hi, Pastor. <laughs> hi. This is so great. We've had a couple of days talking about evangelism, uh, reaching Canada. Yeah. And, and the thing that's blessed me the most, as Jacob's been sharing his heart, is coming back to the simple gospel, right? Mm, yeah. Hasn't that been something? It's so simple. And I, it's, I don't understand why. I don't understand how. It doesn't really matter. We've made things really complex. And there's no need for it. And it's like Jesus didn't do that. He, he was talking to people who are uneducated, mm -hmm. shepherds, farmers, right. fishermen. Come on. And he's like, hey, here's what the kingdom of heaven's like. It's like this sheep. It's like this lost coin, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, and then we just, I don't know what happened. We just made it so hard. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's why so much of the church has not been evangelizing. We have, yeah. you know, I grew up in the Salvation Army. Right. We had methods. Oh, yeah. And we had to memorize the four <laughs> spiritual laws. I learned the Roman road. And then you thought, my goodness, if someone asked me a question and it breaks like the formula, man, I'm done. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what's happened. And it's like, well, Jesus never made it hard to minister. He never made it hard to pray for people. Even in the book of Acts, it was just like they just did stuff as the Lord spoke. Right. And it wasn't like, well, this doesn't fit in my plan. It doesn't fit in my <laughs> schedule. And it's like, they didn't have a schedule. It was just whatever the Lord said, right. you're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So scheduling, that's a funny word. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I like a plan, yeah. you know, but this isn't the A-team. You know, you love it when a plan comes together. Right. I mean, we do love it when God's plan comes together. Yeah. But we're not smoking cigars or nothing. <laughs> I started adopting the phrase soon. I'll see you soon. Like good. Jesus said, he's coming back soon. That's good. So I could see you in a month. I could see you in heaven. <laughs> I'll see you soon. <laughs> It'll, be, It'll soon. be done soon. <laughs> I'll clean the house soon. soon. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Subjective. Oh, I saw a meme the other day and it says, I need a sign from God. The sink was full of dishes and the light was coming through the dawn in the morning, you know, coming through the kitchen windows, like start there, do your dishes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, sometimes, you know, the signs that God gives us in yeah. life just to get busy. Yeah. You, you, one of the things you mentioned is noticing people, mm -hmm. looking at people. Yeah. It's, it seems like it's more a, maybe a North American, European kind of thing than other cultures, for sure. Like even in the North, there's such an intentionality on people. Mm -hmm. And it seems like here, it's just like, you know, the American dream is like you have the house, you have the car, Come you on. have the job. Whereas the gospel is like others, 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 <laughs> and not any part of the gospel is really about us That's apart true. from salvation. But then everything that Jesus talked about was like, you're going to serve when you don't want to serve. You're going to love people who don't deserve it. You're going to minister to people you're not supposed to minister to. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing challenges everything we believe. And that's really the heart of God in our culture is like, well, how can we be the example to something different? Mm -hmm. And that different is actually just, who cares, right? Like the American dream or not. It's like, if I have money and I can bless, I'm going to bless. If it's time I have, I'm going to bless that right. and bless others. And I just want to, 
I want to be the one to set that example mm-hmm. and make people uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. it's like, Jacob, why are you doing that? Why are you, why are you going and talking to people about the gospel? Mm-hmm. Well, they need Jesus. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Like, even if they're a Christian, well, there's more. Mm-hmm. You just have more, right? Mm-hmm. There's always more. It challenges that comfort spot. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, when we think about service and, and once again, growing up in the, mm. that environment, it's almost driven. Yeah. And servanthood becomes this burden mm. rather than a pleasure. Yeah. Or a privilege. Like yeah. what a privilege. God gives us his word and he doesn't just like, there's there's a bunch of, you know, typing on paper, mm. but his word in here. Yeah. And then his word starts to come alive as we yeah. invite Holy Spirit, come in, yeah. make yeah. it alive. And you yeah. talked about that. Yeah. You know, how? Uh, I, I mean, I'm using my words, but dismissing and, and just mm. getting rid of the junk yeah. that makes us feel ashamed yeah. or uncomfortable. I think part of that is like we've we've started listening to what the world says instead of what the word says, right? <laughs> so the world will say, if you're preaching to me, you're religious. You're trying mm-hmm. to push a religion on right. me. You shouldn't do that. And then and we don't because they're like, well, they may be right. Maybe I am being religious. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm actually in love. <laughs> like this is this is a redemption love story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not binding me up in religion. It's binding me up in freedom and righteousness right. because of love. Wow, that is that's awesome. why I share. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why Jesus shared. Mm-hmm. His whole plan from the beginning was redemption. Absolutely. And so if we listen to the world, like we've had, like personally, some really nasty things said to us. Yeah. And it's like, well, who cares? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not here to listen to you. I got to, even, even in preaching, it's like, I don't, whatever. People are like, oh, you did really good. And it's like, well, if Jesus is at the back of the room, will he say the same thing? Sure. That's what matters the most. Mm-hmm. If he said, yeah, good job. Yeah, then, exactly. Then I've hit it. But you know, I was thinking about that thing yeah. right there. Yeah. Jesus saying, you did a good job. Yeah. You know, and I thought, I wonder with our position on how we think, you know, how good we are, we think with Jesus, if yeah. we really believe we're the righteousness of God, mm-hmm. are we okay? I, I mean, can we really believe God had ever say we did well? Yeah. We get hung up. We're just waiting for God to tell us the next bad thing we did. Yeah. We're waiting for And so we don't talk to God. We don't get intimate because we think it's going to be another, you know, you know, well, you did this wrong. Nah, nah, yeah. nah, you know, and, and yeah. so I, th- I think that's why we're, we're not ready for that sentence. We're not ready for well done. Yeah. Because we think it's going to be, oh, man, here we go. The gavel coming down. That's being right. Like, this is all you've done wrong. Yeah. And it's like, I don't I don't think I think I've actually learned more in the last couple of months about God's graciousness and mercy towards us, mm-hmm. where we exist in the place of, if you do something wrong, there's punishment. And God's reserved that punishment for a day. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, it's this crazy thing called grace and mercy, mm-hmm. where instead of me being <laughs> condemned, he gives me a second chance. Right. And he did that in the Old Testament with Jonah. It's a huge example. Oh, yeah. Right? Like this Come guy, on. This guy literally <laughs> runs to another place. And he's like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> but then it takes some hard things. And God yeah. does that. And, and we think that God, you know, God's angry at me. Or God, God did this because he hates me. And it's like, God's trying to get your attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe you should listen. And then things will turn around. And so often that's really the problem is, is because we made a bad choice and we don't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to admit, man, it wasn't his fault and it wasn't the devil's fault. Yeah, I did this to yeah. me. Oh, the devil's coming at me. No, you just made a really bad decision. <laughs> it's right. it's really that simple. <laughs> the devil's real. And it's it comes not complicated. 
<laughs> yeah, nope, you punch somebody in the face. This yeah. isn't the devil. Like, yep, you got to deal with that, right? Like, there's real consequences. <laughs> you know, I realized one day, you know, when a, kids are younger and you're stressed and, you know, it, you didn't eat right because that's, mm -hmm. I mean, nobody tells you that side of motherhood. Yeah. It, it, they could say, oh, well, it's okay for a dad because he's the voice of authority. But even as a mom, mm. you were uh, eating on the run. Most yeah. of the food you eat is cold by the time you get yours. Yeah. You know, oh, and there's this panic. Oh, they forgot their lunch. You got to go back to, you know. And in the middle of this, oh, spend time with the Lord. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, they don't talk about the frustration and anger in yeah. that way. And I was getting frustrated. I was getting angry. I'm driving down the road. It's like one more time. Oh, man. I'm, oh, you know, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody made me angry. Yeah. Uh, my planning, you know, of, of meals and, and all of that, I was taking on the stress wrong. Mm -hmm. And and one day God says to me, anger's your problem. Mm. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's a, that, that will challenge you. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Right? Wow. Where's the exit door? Right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, when I got it, that anger was a choice. Mm -hmm. Changed everything. Yeah. yeah. So then, you know, so if you're being angry, man, it's your choice. Yeah. And you might even get mad hearing us talk. Right. But it's simple. The, yeah. the, the door out of this is simple, right? All of it's simple. Even what you're talking about, you know, with people who you know, maybe work 12-hour days. It's like, I'm not saying you need to spend three hours a day with the Lord. But it's like, if we could bring them into our lives and on top of that, have some date time with the Lord. Absolutely. You know, we can do that with our spouse. And it's like, don't watch one episode on Netflix. 30 minutes, that's like, that's a good date. Absolutely. You know, and you spend some time with him, but then it's like, okay, you know, as a mom, you're busy and it's like, what if in doing laundry, instead of complaining that your kids, you know, shirts are inside out, you actually just use that as an opportunity to pray for them and to minister to them. Amen. And you're in the grocery store and instead of being like, oh, they didn't have the right carrots that I wanted. It's like, no, like, God, thank you that I have money. Thank you that that we have grocery stores. Thank you that there's food. Yeah. And just and and using all these moments as an opportunity for worship and intimacy. Absolutely. And it's like it's just that's like with good. my wife, I don't tell her all the time, Julie, I love you. Right? Like that's not my intimate time. Mm -hmm. My time with her is not just, oh babe, you're you're amazing. I love you. It's just like, how are you doing? Like I mm -hmm. I just I want to hear from her. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's we can do that with the Lord anywhere. I did that on the highway coming here at an hour in traffic, mm -hmm. date time. Here we go. Me and the Lord. Amen. Great time of worship. Great Absolutely. time of just being together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's simple. It's simple, <laughs> you know, and, and opportunities. You mm -hmm. talk, see, recognizing the people around you, recognizing opportunities. Yeah. It's not the opportunities are there, but we don't see them. Yeah. You know, they they're always looking for when I mean, our kids are adults now. Mm -hmm. um, but when they were younger and they're in elementary school, they always want volunteers. Right. And so they couldn't get anybody to do the head beyond the headlights committee, which was like, yeah, Yay. that's no one's lining up for that. Because <laughs> right. you got to check all these little guys' heads. I sure that I, I, I don't think they do that anymore. But they did that time, mm. and so I thought, okay, and I felt that, you know, yeah. And God's telling, I'm like, you know, you've been there, you yeah. know what? I mean, God's telling you do the headlights committee. I'm like, come on, <laughs> you gotta lay hands on every kid in the school. And that's what comes to me. I was like, wait, wait, come on. I'm, and so they start saying, yeah. well, you know, there was. Four of us, yeah. and they go, this kid, 
you know, we're mm. giving you all the, we want you to check the kids that can't sit still and they're yeah. in trouble in the class. I'm like the yeah. bullies. We want you to check them. Amen. It's like, Amen. Come on. And I start, you know, every time yeah. I, I'm praying quietly in tongues over them, you know. And, and yeah. I was like, great. It was, was great. Right? Absolutely. Such an opportunity. Absolutely. They're everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. You know, recognize opportunities. No. So you also talk about like uh, asking God every day. Mm. Talk to us about that. I think it goes in line with opportunity, but also like if we say that God knows everything, mm-hmm. he knows everybody and we be like, yeah, he does. He knows that, you know, the number of hairs on our head, he knows these stars and he knows mm-hmm. them by name. Why not ask him? You know, God, is there somebody I'm supposed to talk with today? Right. Is there somebody who's been asking for a sign mm-hmm. and I might be that sign? Right. Right. You might be the one mm-hmm. that someone's been praying for. Right. And you don't even realize, and God's like, hey, I just want you to pray for their, or not pray for it, um, I want you to pay for their meal. Mm-hmm. You pray for that meal, and all of a sudden, it's an answer to prayer, and they're like, wow, God does hear me. I was asking, you know, I couldn't afford it, but God just stepped in. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we realize that God cares about people, yeah. and God shows you visions. He, he might speak you to you on just a name. It might be like a place, and all of a sudden, well, I don't usually shop at, you know, I was going to say IGA, but I guess those are all gone. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Sobeys, right? Versus yeah. no frills. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, God might say, I want you to go to Sobeys. What's well, more expensive? Yeah, but there's people there. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, I think it all just comes back to like, God cares for people. And if we could take the time to actually ask God about those people, right? He would speak to us a lot more mm-hmm. about all the people that are out there. Mm-hmm. And it, again, like, um, there might be those of you that are like, well, I don't really hear from God. I don't really understand that. It's, it often comes as thoughts. They sound like your own. It might be a picture in your mind of like, go to Sobeys. And you're like, well, I was thinking about no frills. It just pops in. It's like God speaks in so many little ways like that. It's that still small voice where you think it's your own voice. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he speaks like in the dream I was sharing as I was preaching about this girl named Jamie. Spelt J-A-Y-M-E-E. Never met anybody like that. Never seen this face before. But God showed me in a dream. Why? He cares for her. Mm-hmm. And now I've given my time to be like, okay, God, use it mm-hmm. and show me. And then he does. Amen. And it's really easy. Yeah. yeah. That's such a great, great way of looking at it. So simple. Mm-hmm. So clear. And I think that's where people get missed up because they're looking for the voice that comes out of the sky mm-hmm. with three signs after it. Right. You know, it blinks like a sign in, a, in Hollywood applause and all like, yeah. this is me, God, you know. Yeah. And so they don't recognize the small hmms. Mm-hmm. And I can. T- it's funny. I had one of those not too long ago, and it was it was an unusual one. And I yeah. mean, I've talked to. I mean, we talk to people. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. So it always takes longer, and and messes up sometimes your schedule, and that's a good mess up. <laughs> yeah. And and I was coming home, and I was, I need to get going. I need mm-hmm. to get going. And there was something going on in the streets. I don't remember all of those circumstances, but it was super, super busy in mm. an area where it normally isn't. Right. Now, it only takes me about seven minutes to get home to our place from right. the church. And, and But I was like, wow, the traffic's so busy. And I'm on this road and it's kind of like where we live. It's sort of really best to go on this one road. Yeah, yeah. And I'm on this block before I see it gets super, super busy. And I have a quick like a flash, like, and your visual, it mm. was like a dream, but I was yeah. awake. Yeah. And, and I see myself like squished in between two cars. Mm. And I have a little car, it was like squished. Yeah. And, and I, I see myself and I'm like 
jammed in the car and my doors jammed and and I could see my phone was down on my per- and I'm grabbing it and I'm and I'm hitting my husband. I'm stuck in a car. I've been in a terrible accident. I don't know where I am and blah, blah, blah. and I'm saying this on the phone. I I see it. Yeah. And and like but I'm still driving. And <laughs> it was like it was so fast. And I, so I said right away, I, Jesus. I said help me get in another lane and go around the long way. Yeah. And, and it's super busy in both lanes. I'm in the left lane and there is like no way I was getting mm. in that right lane. Right. And suddenly I hear this like, go now. And there's a hole, yeah. <laughs> a little car, right. boom, and away you go. Yeah. And I was able yeah. to get around this last street mm-hmm. and nothing happened. Amen. Does that make the nothing happen mean I didn't hear God? No. That's, those are like, that's actually God protecting you. Yeah. And it's like, okay, the accident didn't happen. I guess you didn't hear from God. It's like, well, Maybe you were the reason, I'm not saying you are, but maybe you were the reason the accident happened. Yeah. Maybe it was just somebody not realizing and that little space they needed was enough time to stop, but your little car was there. Yeah. Right? And so all of a sudden, it's the same with people. Mm-hmm. While they didn't get saved, okay, there were people that Jesus said, I, you're healed, but now go. Mm-hmm. And they weren't physically healed until they went. And it was in that moment. I don't know, Jesus maybe saw them again. Maybe he didn't. Yeah. But as they went, they got their healing. Mm-hmm. So it's like as we pray for people, well, they didn't get healed. You don't know that. We, we had a girl my wife prayed for who had color blindness. Mm. And two weeks after we prayed for her, got a call from this girl. Hey, I wasn't going to tell you my color blindness is gone. Wow. Two weeks go by. So does that mean that God didn't answer the prayer? Mm. Right? Yeah. Sometimes we just don't know what God's up and about, and, and we have to be okay with that. When you were talking, all of your testimonies, well, you didn't share all of them, but quite a few. Yeah. And this thought I had while you were talking, I thought, you know, I know that there's a lot of stuff going on, mm-hmm. and we get focused on that one person. Yeah. But I thought, you know, I started to think there are other people watching mm-hmm. that we never know yeah. and may never know. Yeah. But, you know, as, as we're obedient in that one thing, and I was, I was thinking about your obedience mm-hmm. to just share the gospel with your friends and all those crazy things. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't know who else saw or heard mm-hmm. because I'm sure it wasn't that quiet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, we don't know. When it's like throwing a rock into a puddle and all the splash it makes. Yeah. That, we had that exact kind of experience in Cape Dorset with this guy, filled with demons, got right in my face. It was kind of weird. And um, we're in a restaurant, <laughs> right? So this guy leaves, this youth, pa- youth pastor and I, after this situation, we pray together for this guy and we go back into the restaurant and we're the only ones there, but here's the waiters. <laughs> the two waiters just both like, uh, we're sorry. They didn't do anything, right? Yeah. But it's like, then we had the opportunity because they just witnessed firsthand him come at me in anger and curses and me respond with the gospel in love and grace. So now my life became a testimony, which I was talking about, you know, our lives are a testimony. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, we need words. Yes. So after that, I was like, guys, I'm sorry. I said, I'm sure that was uncomfortable for you. I said, for us, like we've experienced things like that. And I just told them what happened. I said, this guy, there were some demons. And I said, we actually believe that God can free people from that. And I said, he, like, people usually don't get that loud, but sometimes they do. And I said, but God has a redemption plan for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I said, he has one for you guys. And we start ministering to them. Amen. Right? So in the atmosphere of, 
okay, we just think it's about this interaction with this guy. Mm -hmm. I go back and now I have an opportunity to witness to these two young men mm -hmm. who then have never heard the gospel before and we're like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Amen. I hope this has blessed you today about evangelism, but before Jacob closes today, I'm going to ask him to tell you quickly if there's a way to connect with him, how to connect with him, how to hear more about their vision for the North and yeah. all of those things. Uh, we have two really easy ways. Um, the first one is on Facebook. You can just type in Bill Prankard and uh, our ministry page will come up. You'll see a red banner and all that. Um, and you can follow us. All our updates are on there. And the other really easy way is through our website. It's just bpea.com. It's an acronym for Bill Prankard Evangelistic Association. And all of our information is there. We have teachings on there from years past. We've got you know ways to apply to come to the Arctic, all of our ministry updates and ways to give. And all of that's right on our website. So you can do that as well. I encourage you to partner with their ministry. It's something you may not be able to go and cold may not be for you. But you can partner, and when you partner with people, yeah. you're going with them. And yeah. the gospel is going out. Canada is being saved. Amen. Canada is being saved. Let's love our country together. Amen. And stand together with one another. It's more important than almost anything else is that we find ways to partner and covenant with each other and yeah. stand together. Would you just pray and ask yeah. a blessing? And Amen. Yeah. Jesus, I thank you for your love for every person that's watching this and for love for people who are far from you. And God, I just ask right now that a boldness would come upon yes, every Jesus. listener, that the fire of God would come upon uh -huh. our listeners, and that right now in Jesus' name that you would experience a feeling and a sensation of the love and the power of God that you never have before, oh, that you yes, would start Jesus. seeing those people yes. on the streets, that you would start mm -hmm. preaching the gospel when you never preached before, and that you would see Jesus made manifest to those in this world. God bless you. We love you. Thank you. God bless you. Amen.